Welcome back to the Mama Inspired Podcast. Whether you're struggling to become the mama you've always known you're meant to be, or you're holding that miracle in your arms, hear me now when I tell you that you are not alone. And that on the other side of this hard, a brand new life awaits you. Hey lady, I'm Sarah Wayne Scott. I'm here to encourage a more enlightened, compassionate, and empowered mom collective. I believe that through guru guidance, stories from mamas just like you, and a whole lot of momspiration for me, we can begin to make the transformation from messy to truly inspired. So swap out the breast pad, wipe off the barf, <laughs> it's mama time. ladies. So today's episode is about a subject that I've honestly been thinking about for the last several weeks, but it didn't really occur to me to make an episode about it until just recently. And then it all of a sudden was kind of this urgency to get it to you as soon as possible because it's about Christmas and the holidays. And I know that so many of you have been preparing for this since Black Friday. And so I wanted to get this message out to you as soon as I could. And this is the message. I know that we all have these crazy expectations of ourselves to ensure that Christmas and the holidays are extra special for our family. And there's nothing wrong with that. We want to make sure that everybody gets what they want. We want to make sure everybody's happy. We want to make sure that we get everything done when when we need to get to get it done and all this focus is around, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and maybe into the new year. And we're also living the rest of our lives of work and social life and if you have one right now with COVID and you know, household duties and all of these things, right? Playing all the roles that we are as mothers. And then there's just this extra layer of intensity and stress. And of course, it's some of the best times of the year, right? Like the holidays are incredible. It's such a warming, joyous time. But I can't help but also recognize that a lot of times it leaves us feeling just exhausted because we are trying to live up to these expectations. And a lot of times it's what we put on ourselves. So I want to start this off by reminding you of something that I know you've heard before, and that's as long as your family is alive and they are fed and they feel loved, then you are doing a great job, okay? Now, I want to add one more thing to this and I want to apply this to Christmas. So as long as your family is alive, fed, they feel loved, and they know Huga then you are doing a great job, mama. And I promise I will get back to the huga later. So I want you to apply these same expectations to the holidays because the ones we have set for ourselves is just too much, you guys. And while I know that this maybe specific subject matter, like Christmas and holidays, isn't exactly in our wheelhouse, your mental health and your emotional health are definitely my concern and it's definitely under the umbrella of things that I want to speak to you about because I want you to be able to experience motherhood and all of its beauty, right? And Christmas and the holidays and and our roles in that play a really big part. However, it shouldn't be at the expense of our pocketbooks and 
our hearts and our minds and our bodies. So I came to this place for lots of reasons, (laughs) but I've been having a lot of conversations lately about where 2020 has left us and what it has also provided. And I think it's a combination of things. I think it's, you know, we've had more time at home. We've had more time to be with ourselves, to be with our family, to get creative in how we keep our family and our and ourselves busy. You know, maybe we've gotten back to old hobbies or we found new ones. We're finding inspiration in new places. We've been forced to understand the value of human connection because we've lost a lot of that, right? And to value more of what doesn't cost money. To value those things in life that are just truly simple. Now, I want to introduce you to Huga, <laughs> that word that I mentioned earlier. It's something that you can create and give and experience for free with your family this holiday season. And you tack it on to that idea that we we, we had from the beginning, right? Again, that all your family needs is <laughs> fed and to feel loved. And that means you're doing a good job. This coupled with that in the holiday season is really, truly, I promise you guys, what it's all about and what your children and your family, it's those things that they are going to cherish the most, not the gifts. They're not going to understand or know how you broke your backs to ensure that the stockings were filled to the max and the presents were perfectly wrapped under the tree and you had decorated the house impeccably, right? They're going to remember specific moments in time. They're going to remember feelings. So huga. It's called huga. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. Some of you might be familiar with this term. If so, awesome. For those of you who are like, huga what? <laughs> huga is the Danish word for cozy. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> it's like everything I love in one word. Now, if you didn't know, Denmark is always on the top of the list for the happiest people on earth. So we have to listen in on this because clearly they're doing something right. So for them, huga is a feeling. It's a lifestyle as well. It's a way to make the most of the present. They have some of the most brutal winters. And for some of you, I know this would be like the worst nightmare. But the Danish see it as an opportunity to really get down on huga. I can relate to this because Kodiak's winters, while they weren't incredibly brutal as far as super chilled temperatures and lots and lots of snow, it was often like icy and just rainy and gloomy and this kind of mist that just feels heavy and everything's wet and it chills you to the bone. And it would go on for months. (laughs) It was a really long winter. And I actually, myself, a lot of people really, really struggle with it. I found it to be some of the most warming and cozy and fuzzy and just perfect time to just cuddle in with family. Netflix and chill. We did a lot of camping out in the living room. Huga is enjoying those simple things. It's enjoying the simple pleasures in life, doing things that bring you joy, being around those who bring you joy. It's candles or warm lightings and cozy blankets and fuzzy socks and scarves and the fire crackling and nibbling on something sweet and drinking something warm, nourishing relationships. It really is that. It's just being with the with the people who you love most, who you enjoy most, who make you happy, who create sensations within yourself that make you want to do good things and, and put a smile on your face and being in an environment that encourages that and supports that and helps you kind of just 
savor those moments. It's creating an environment that makes you feel cozy, happy, present, content, right where you want to be. And I know a lot of you already know Huga, don't you? When I first heard of it, I was like, that is me. (laughs) That is my life. It's what I strive to create every morning in the evenings when my family is together, in my home, when we entertain. It's my... My most favorite feeling, whether it be among ordinary or extraordinary settings. So let's take all of this and get back to Christmas. So when you think about Christmas, I know a lot of our heads go to Christmas shopping, the gift list, making our home look like the Magnolia Christmas catalog, preparing the house for family, Christmas dinner, parties, festivities. I suppose it might look a little bit different this year. But for me, I know... All of this also means crunching numbers and stressing about budgets and charging the credit card and comparing the decor in my house to my IG feed and fretting over what to get everyone because I don't want to just buy things to buy things. Wanting to make it as special as possible for my family, especially Miles, and just feeling the weight of that. Not only is that all of that, the complete opposite of Huga but of what Christmas is really supposed to be about also, right? Look, I love giving gifts, so please don't get me wrong, but we've gotten lost in the expectations that we've laid out for ourselves around this and our family. It places us in that hustle and bustle that Christmas is always characterized as, right? So part of why I'm sitting here having this conversation with you is because, you know, our family truly has been forced to see Christmas a bit differently this year. and. There's definitely been moments where I've been a little bummed about it, but at the same time, I'm kind of grateful for it because this year has really taught me and helped me analyze really truly what's important. So I've been sitting with this th- these thoughts for, like I said, several weeks. And the truth is we don't have a lot of money to buy each of our family members present this year. And of course, I don't want to let anyone down, especially all of the, the nieces and nephews, but... You know, we've had to just simply get creative and think simple. And I want you to give yourself permission to do the same thing, but not just for the sake of saving money, but because you remember certain moments in your childhood and those are the things that you want to create and offer and give back to your family. And they don't always have to be Christmas Day, right? Like everybody is starting to decorate for Christmas and get their Christmas tree, like even before Thanksgiving, especially in 2020, I think everybody has been rushing to get the year over with and just jumping to the holidays because they want some satisfaction and some joy and some happiness. I totally get it. But if we're decorating for Christmas, right, it's because we're craving that. We're craving that that really cozy, warm feeling. We're craving the warm lighting. And so this should totally be a signal to us that Why don't we create this type of atmosphere and this type of feeling and emotion and just space around ourselves all throughout the year? And you guys, it's totally possible. But what I really want you to sit and think about right now is what can you do for your family? That's your immediate family, your own children. And then also maybe the family that you are expected or typically would give gifts to and How could this maybe look a little bit different? And again, I know many of you have maybe already bought gifts and whatnot. And if so, great, that's fine. No judgment here at all. I just, if you're sitting where I'm sitting, I just want to share share this with you because 
it was relieving to me and it's been, it's felt more meaningful. So I know for me, when I think back to all of my memories through the holidays, very, very few of them actually involved gifts. I can actually only think of two gifts. Everything else, everything else has been moments that have just been spent with my family. And they've not, again, they've not all been on Christmas Day. I remember being in the kitchen with my mom and it wasn't even Christmas yet. We, of course, had the house all cozy. The decorations were up. The tree was up. And we were just cooking dinner in the kitchen. And we had strung these Christmas lights towards the back of the countertop. I think they were just laid there. They weren't even like hung on anything. And like I said, it was just an ordinary night in December, just cooking dinner in the kitchen and listening to Christmas music. Those are fond memories. I remember scavenger hunts uh, slash riddles to find to find a few gifts a few years. I remember singing at the piano with my grandpa. I remember painting Christmas ornaments with my mom and, and my sisters and my nieces and nephews. I remember going to the Nutcracker in downtown Indy. I remember... One year, my mom had been working really hard, and we hadn't put up the tree or the decorations yet because well, we just had, I guess she she hadn't had the time. We hadn't found the time to do it together, and I surprised her one night. She had come home from, from band practice that she went to every, every Tuesday, and I had just put all the decorations up, put the tree up. It was all cozy in the house, and I surprised her. I remember our house was always a little bit chilly. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to be cost-effective. And we would just bundle up. You know, we'd be wearing our cozy socks and the sweaters. And we spent a lot of time in the kitchen because that's where it was warm, right? The oven is what kept things nice and toasty. I remember going to see Christmas lights, whether it was through parks or some of those, I don't know if there's a term for this, but those really cool houses that um, pair the lights with the music. I remember driving out to a few of those. I remember just driving around neighborhoods and looking at, cool lights, the the effort that people put into just wanting to make somebody happy. I remember playing family games with my sister's family. And as I've gotten older, a lot of these memories are now baking cookies with my mother-in-law and Cameron and I going and cutting or picking out a tree every single year. I've had the opportunity to do pitch-in dinners with my girlfriends and listen to Christmas music and chat and laugh a lot in the kitchen. I remember my very first Christmas, actually, and I know I've mentioned this before in another episode. We attended a church that followed the Old Testament, and so that meant we didn't celebrate a lot of those commercialized American holidays, Christmas included. And so I think I was, I think I was close to seven when this happened, so close to seven when I celebrated my first Christmas, like actually was able to take part and celebrate my sister had surprised my mom and I with this little mini tree. We had gotten home from a trip. And I remember walking into the house and everything was really dark. This was the only thing that lit up the house. And it was just a little mini tree that had lights on it and a few ornaments. And I want to think that it was sitting on top of a hutch in front of the, one of the windows in the living room. And she was just sitting there waiting for us to come home to surprise us. It was just that warm, bright, glowing light welcoming us back. You guys, it's it really is the people and the environment and the senses and the heart and the coziness that make those memories that we cherish the most so special. 
I know you're doing the same thing. I know you're thinking back to your own childhood and maybe you're thinking back to like the last, I don't know, five or six years and how things look a little bit different as you've gotten married or, you know, found a significant other or have started your own young family. What are those moments, those memories that you cherish most? Now that we have a word for this term, right? Those cozy, amazing, beautiful, warm experiences with your families or your friends. Now that you have a word for that, huga, pair your memories with this new, this new understanding and notion and, and way of living, essentially, and, and challenge yourself to come up with ways that you can achieve this and, and, and deliver this to your family in a simple form. Huga is not going out and buying things that help you achieve this cozy feeling. You guys don't need to go buy all the candles. You you don't need to go buy another cozy blanket. You don't need to go buy brand new fuzzy socks. You don't need to go on Pinterest and and look up Huga and then try to make your house look exactly like (laughs) those images. Take what you have because I promise you guys, you have everything that you need right there at home. My hope for this episode is to inspire you a little bit. And so I really also thought maybe I would just share some of the things that I've come up with or some of the things that we've been doing over the last week or so. And they're kind of morphing, right? They're still growing. I'm thinking up new new things now that I've really just allowed myself to succumb to this idea about how different Christmas is looking and, and really get excited about all the possibilities of how I can deliver and get creative and what potentially this also could instill in Miles, you know, years down the road. So here are a few things. Miles is, of course, going to get a few presents, but they're going to be a few. And we're going to, I'm going to allow the presents from, from those of our family that I know are going to come, you know, from uh, the grandparents and um, the aunts and uncles who are always just so great about giving. We're going to let those be the presents that he opens under the tree. And the presents from Cameron and I are going to be, one, uh, Cameron wants to build this big play gym because Miles just doesn't stop climbing and we need something that is constructive for him to climb on so we can breathe a little easier. So he's going to make this play gym that's going to go in the backyard. And I can't tell you how excited I am to see things morph and for Cameron to build something and Something that will not only bring him joy, but bring so much joy just by watching Miles and Miles will be so happy. It's going to create a lot of memories. And I had this vision of us just sitting uh, on our paver patio in the back with like a warm drink and just hanging out and watching Miles. And the way I would like to present it to Miles is kind of copycat my mother's idea of when I was young. She would do these scavenger hunts, like I mentioned. And my idea, I think, is just to take pictures of things like certain toys or certain parts of the house and give them to him and, you know, just just give him some direction with those pictures. He would he knows where they are. He knows where to go. He recognizes them. And then, of course, there will be another clue. And I, and I thought maybe I would dress some of his toys up a little bit. Nothing crazy because, again, expectations. <laughs> I don't want to wear myself ragged. And of course, eventually it'll take him to the backyard where he'll have this big gym that he'll be so excited to climb on. The other thing that we've been doing is we've been decorating a few ornaments here and there throughout the last couple of weeks. 
and I've been baking in the kitchen and I plan to do some more of that and we're going to bake some goods and we're going to box them up sweetly and we're going to take them to different neighbors in the neighborhood and just spread some some sweet joy, just let people know that we're thinking of them. One of the gifts I have an idea of creating for Miles came from a few weeks ago. He was playing with a box. He was pretending that it was a car and he was driving and it of course fell apart immediately because it was tiny and he was trying to crawl on it. But it was the first time I really saw him get super creative and really expand on his imagination and with a box, right? There's always that running joke that the kids never want to play with the toys. They only play when to play with a box. So I have been saving these boxes we've been getting for the last several weeks and I'm going to make a really crazy looking awesome like car for him to just to play in and it may only last for like an entire week but something that I can put in front of the tree that he will have a blast in that's completely free that I can recycle and that I can have some some fun with myself just getting creative because I love doing that that's something that makes me happy and so it's kind of a win-win and for the gifts that we're giving to our family this year I am giving them a hygge package It is very simple. It's probably going to involve maybe a family game and I'm going to make a sweet treat that will follow and a sweet message that just encourages them and gives them an opportunity all wrapped up for them to have a cozy hygge night and just be present and just soak in all the simple pleasures of life. And a lot of that is just being with our family. So those are just a few of the ideas and things that I've come up with. And, you know, of course, with this, right, I've got all the lights up. I know you guys do. We've got the tree up, just making it really cozy. I've been, you know, getting the diffuser going and the candles here and there. And it just feels like just precious time. And you guys, when I finally came to this notion, it really did lift a lot of weight off for me. And it got me excited. The more and more I've sat with this, I just see so much more intention in it and I feel so much better (laughs) and honestly so like um, the stress, a lot of the stress is gone. I'm really trying to figure out what the perfect, perfect gift is for everybody and not having to stress over, you know, the damage that we're going to be putting on our, our credit cards. I hope this just sparks a flame inside of you and gets you thinking a little bit I hope that if you're stressing, stressing, stressing out that you just remember again, right? That as long as your family is alive and they are fed and they feel loved and they get some hygge, then you're doing a really awesome job, okay? All right, guys. I love you all so much and I just am sending you virtual hugs (laughs) and I hope you love this and I can't wait to hear some feedback from you, but... Have an awesome rest of your day, ladies. I will talk to you soon. Hey, mamas, before you peace out, if what you just heard inspired you, made you feel like you've got a new BFF, or simply reminded you of another mama, please share this episode or the podcast, and be sure to tag me if you share it on social. My hope is to touch as many of you as possible and dry this mama-led movement. If you're with me, and I know that you are, please take a minute and leave a review. Hearing from you makes my heart so happy, and your review could encourage another mama in need to hop on this journey with us. So let's make a pact. I'll bring the fire, and in return, you help me strengthen our mama collective so we may together make the transformation from messy to truly inspired. Let's get it, mama.